Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Nebcast. Hola, señores and señoritas. Welcome to Nebcast. Para... ¿Cómo estás, Adam? Ah, muy bueno. ¿Y tú? Uh, así, así. Sí. No mames, wey. Come on. Don't play with my balls. That's what no mames means. <laughs> How did you learn that? I learned that in the kitchen because I speak kitchen Spanish. Wow. Is funny. that easy to learn? Yeah, yes, apparently. Because it's like ten phrases. Will they cut you if you mess it up? No. Yeah. They'll just That's laugh good. at me. <laughs> Make fun of you in Spanish behind your back. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah. What's new? What's new? What is new? What have we been up to? I guess we should, um, well, we just got done dominating in foosball. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Six people at catacombs yes. for all. Six teams of two people. Uh, that, that was actually, actually, we owned that table for like two hours. We did. It's awesome. I don't know if that's like the most amazing thing ever, but it was fun. Compared to our time. usual where we kind of trade off. Yeah. Um, I had yeah. a good time. That's that good. Fun. But I guess uh, before we get to our stories, we should just get our information out of the way for Neb- Nebulous Visions related stuff. Indeed. Uh, okay, Nebulous Visions specifically, video wise, what have we done? Uh, let's see. What's the last thing that we did? I'm not quite sure. We did Tired Pandas? We did a bunch of stuff with Greg. We might have talked about it before. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, well, we did Tired Pandas. Tired Pandas. Then we did, um... The, the one you directed, Enter Mustachio. Oh, Enter Mustachio, which actually is really sweet. I actually really like I enjoy it. it. Yeah, I think it's actually really well, well made all together. I think everybody did a good job. Although I'm featured in it, it's, yeah, good. Oh, although... Hard to watch. Dude, I still think it's sweet. And then, uh, we did Fireballs. Fireballs. We which is... one other, right? Tired Pandas, Enter Mustachio, and Fireballs. another one? Is that it? I think that's it. Okay. We had ideas for a lot of others, but... Okay, we, didn't, we just didn't shoot them. That's right. you, you went back to work, and I went back to work. Um, so, yeah, Fireballs, which is not out yet because we're waiting for Robert to score it. But, so. uh, yeah. But I think I think overall, I think the... I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, but it looks good. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. fun stuff. And then, uh, is that it for the think so. video side of the company? Um, there's a couple other things actually. I haven't been talk- I haven't talked to you yet. Um, Reveal the secrets, Adam. Oh, secrets revealing. <laughs> <gasps> secrets revealed. Secrets. Uh, anyway, tell us your secret. I will tell you. Um, secret. It's not just for women. Yes, it's for everyone. Um, I'm gonna try and do documentaries. Two, oh two yes, I believe I've seen. I, I, yeah, the sushi, about this. sushi documentary is one of them. Um, but that's kind of afterwards. I think I want to make the Hungarga documentary first, the Kung Fu documentary first. Hungarkan? Hungarkan. 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 Yeah, um, I think, so far, I think that, uh, somebody's actually going to be able to get me grants to, to help make a, uh, thing. Is one thing, uh, to make the Hungar documentary. And then I have a surprise for you, actually. Sweet, I like surprises. I know. Elliot is on. Elliot has been in talks with this guy who wants him to make a documentary with him for five years. It's a five-year contract, and Elliot wants to hire um, two to three people um, that work with him to make this documentary, and uh, he wants you and me. Sweet. What do we do? Uh, you film, and I hold stuff. So you're a grip. I'm a grip slash whatever, and you're a videographer with Maybe you're a best boy too. I think I'm an everything dude (laughs) and just get paid for it. So what's the documentary about? I don't know. Not gonna lie. And uh, what kind of commitment is this gonna take because 
I think uh, I think that it will get paid. Will get be paid well to do this. I think. Will I need to take all the time off I can? Yes. But that's not official. I think he's gonna find out next week. Yeah. It sucks because I had that four months off where I, you know, wasn't doing anything day after day. Yeah. Would be really nice to just do that. Do something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised we didn't do more of our own feature stuff. This is a five five year. Five year commitment. What, yeah. what could take five years to document? Lots of things. Lots of things. Hopefully he's building a time machine. I hope so. Sweet. That would be super tight. Regardless. And then um, I'll film his ill-fated fall <laughs> against the bathroom sink <laughs> that inspires his flux capacity. Indeed. Right and then we'll go in the past. Yes. They won't just talk about it off screen. It'll be... <laughs> I know. We'll see it happen. So, those are the three things that I've been thinking about recently. Is that, that Hungar documentary I really want to do. So, what is Hungar well, style? Well, it's a, it's a type of southern kung fu. Um, as martial arts practice but uh, it uh, basically just it's the documentary I want to make is not really about Hungar in general it's kind of about martial arts overall and I just kind of want to explain that what martial arts really is about versus what um, like what it's become nowadays so nowadays it's kind of seen as this mixed martial arts this MMA kind of beat the shit out of somebody kind of thing and I think for the past 30 years or more probably more um, it's really been seen that way. You know, my entire life, it's been seen as a beat the fuck out of somebody because you know martial arts kind of attitude. And every time I have ever entered a practice, like, no, no, a way of peace is, you know. And I think it's time that people really took a moment to really understand that versus, you know. And I, w- I would just like to do my input and try it. And I want to try and do it as a PBS special. I'm trying to sell it, but. No, I think that would take lots of ideas, but it, so far, lots of people have given ideas, and I think that if I can get a grant to do it, I'd quit working with, you know, where I'm at and really just do that. So what would you film? Like, what visually what would you put on screen to explain it? Well, in terms of visually, I think that what I do is I splice in, you know, I try and go and see as many um, living legends as I see now. So you'd interview legends? Yeah, I'd interview the, the, the modern day legends, and then I'd interview people that my Sifu, my, the person that I trust the most, my, my teacher. Sensei? My sensei. I'd interview him and uh, um, his family. Uh, by family, I mean the uh, family of, of martial arts practice. Um, we'd interview all those people the most. And then we'd also interview the other side. We'd do the MMA side and do many of the other things that we could. Um, so I, I'd like to take that aspect and look at all angles and see, you know, what the overall consensus of martial art practice is and what it should be versus what it is versus what it can be, so on and so forth. And I think that. Uh, I think that honestly, you could probably make a really long special out of it and show the mini series, a mini series, but show the culture of it and show the practice of it and <clears throat> lots of lots of things. I mean, I, I, there's so much potential in that area that nobody's really—it's kind of an untapped resource, I think. As far as B-roll, what would you do? As far as B-roll, I'd show the different schools and I'd show the different practices they do, and I'd probably try and find. Um, as many old files of film as I could 
Um, you know, I have a lot of access to old files um, just through the family that I studied, study under. So, I mean, I, you, you'd be surprised what you can find through that kind of stuff. So, I want to do that, and then I want to do the Sushi one, because I think that Sushi's kind of a thing that's really highly misunderstood in the United States. And I think that if it was understood, it would be a little bit more generally, you know, uh, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Is like understood, what? understood, but appreciated, appreciated in a sense. Because I think it's 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 just become so common that people are like, yeah, sushi, sushi. I know my mom always brags about like places she's been downtown that have like amazing sushi. I'm like. I, it seems like you went to a franchise corporate thing when you should yeah. go to Zanmai with me instead, where it's traditional Japanese Or, you know, and even, even Zanmai is like not even really that traditional. I mean, Amu is more traditional in terms of what Japanese food is like, but, you know, you could go somewhere and find something better, you know, and people just aren't educated about it enough. And I think the moment you do that, you'd actually change some of the economy that's going on, the sushi economy. In, in America is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I mean, the business of sushi is such a ridiculous because it's become so exaggerated. This, you know, oh my God, this is so amazing that you know it's so exotic. Yeah. It's just like like the bluefin tuna is becoming extinct because people think, oh yeah, oh it's so good. The fat part is so good, but the I, the ironic thing is the fatty part of that fish was actually eaten by poor college students back in the twenties because they couldn't afford to eat sushi. So they went and got the scraps from the trash can and cleaned it, you know, and then they, they cooked it and ate it. And once the sushi bar figured out they liked it, oh, they started selling it for a high price. Yeah. You know, it's shit like that where it's like, oh yeah, home mackerel, all fucking, <clears throat> you know, don't get me wrong, I think it tastes good, but it's really not good, <laughs> you know, and that's the thing, so. Do you need a drink of water or something? Uh, my voice is... I'm <laughs> tired as fuck right now. Yeah. I've been I've been up for a long time. I've been up for almost 24 hours right now. It'll be the first time. And those for for the uninitiated, uh, Zanmai is where Adam currently works, and Amu is the restaurant next door. It's called an Izakaya. Yeah. Izakaya? Izakaya. means like pub style Japanese food. It's like... Yes, yeah, his place has like tables, you know, like a restaurant and then the sushi bar, and then Amu has the like a, just a bar, and then there's like some little cubbies in the back. Yeah, it's it's a it's a restaurant as well, but it's kind of a different kind yeah. of restaurant. It's, it's very like, narrow. It's like a Japanese style restaurant. So, yeah. Um, in terms of nose visions, that's pretty much all I've got for me. What about you? Um, I want to write that foosball movie. Mm. Yeah, I want foosball to. comedy. With drama, I get elements. I guess not yeah. just like straight goofiness, but something that with substance that resonates with people. Yeah. So I think a lot of our stuff doesn't resonate with people. It's disappointing. I think yeah, it doesn't resonate do. just because we're so esoteric. <laughs> so yeah, weird. You, I I think that just a lot of the humor that we have is kind of extreme. In comparison, it's ahead of the curve. That's what I like to think. I like to think that too. I think some, of, it's some of it definitely is for sure. But I think that in general, I think that <laughs> I think that uh, we're uh, <laughs> that was ridiculous. 
We're watching Jackass in reruns while we're talking. He's got hit with a softball in the arm and he yeah. smacks himself in the leg. Aaron McGahey has the target <laughs> on his chest and they're throwing guitars and <laughs> running and jumping. <laughs> Classic stuff, but let's not deviate. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing with. Uh, I, I notate little ideas or bits of dialogue that I think of related to football or whatever. And uh, I try to draw upon the. But ten, nine, ten years that we've been playing. Yeah, we played heavily back in the day, and nowadays we just kind of, when you're not totally exhausted, we play Saturday nights yeah. at the catacombs here. And tonight we uh, really destroyed. Oh my it's god, awesome. dude, it's been a while. It's nice to you know be good at something <laughs> for a minute. Yeah, yeah I do. like really good at something. <laughs> I know. And we, we're not. We don't train. So. No. We're it just was like, man. The, the thing is, is, we're not really, we're not trying to be arrogant about it, but it was just really funny to be, like, so ridiculous. Watching these other guys who are just like, they can set up a shot and like really drill it in. Yeah. And I'm just like, like I'm just, just wildly, react. Yeah, yeah, rea- <laughs> yeah. I'm just reacting to Both whatever of us happens. Are just reacting. <laughs> and I boozed so many people <laughs> so many times. Yeah. Like, they were cool opponents or whatever. Like they weren't totally. Bits. Uh, yeah, they were dicks to us about <laughs> us beating them, but they were so frustrated that they were losing. One one pair in particular was so frustrated yeah. that we were beating them, and we beat them, and then they changed partners because they were like, "Oh no, he's not good enough." Yeah, and then they changed partners, and then we still beat them. Yeah, we almost skunked them too. That yeah. was, I then, mean, that's really I, I feel really arrogant saying that, but dude, I, and the only reason we did lose is because you gave them a point. I know, I'm sorry. It's all right. That was, that was funny. It's like we probably could have kept playing. Uh, they were gonna close the bar anyway, yeah, so they're we had to leave. The bar, but but, it's still funny. And you know we're probably legends right now. And they're talking about the other two guys. Like, oh, they beat him. Well, how they beat him? They play horribly. <laughs> and hopefully they'll be back next week so we can challenge them. Because the guys I think really wanted to beat us. Yeah, they the guys wanted who, to beat us so bad, yeah. dude. But anyway, uh, to their pride. <laughs> we strayed. Uh, the other half, Cirque's domain. SD, dude, we just had a really successful run of SD. Yeah, we took a week off, kind of. Yeah, we got we had a pretty intense week, though. I mean, I think that last week was actually pretty intense. Yeah, that whole uh, uh, Pulp Fiction story. Yeah, that was actually a pretty good Pulp idea. Noir. I, that it was actually fun. it actually turned out to be really awesome. Everyone enjoyed it from yeah. the emails I got. Yeah, I was really surprised about how how well it turned out in comparison to. Um, what I thought it was going to turn out as. Like, I was like, oh yeah, dude, let's do this fucking Pulp, this pulp Fiction thing. And then, and a couple of people were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it became this like inflamed story about yeah. fucking random shit. I was like, wow. Wow, that's so crazy. <laughs> I did not expect that at all. If you haven't been following along on the site, I guess we should explain yeah. what your initial idea was. Uh, the initial idea was just to kind of do a... You know, Pulp Fiction style. More, more so. I, the original idea kind of started. I was like, let's do a Quentin Tarantino story where it starts at the end and goes to the beginning, or it starts at the beginning and goes to the end, goes to the beginning. You know, and it, it, it cycles all over the place. the The idea that I want to create is to try and um, 
create episodes for the show. I want to, you know, I want to start this, you know, this it could be a two-parter episode, and we have this episode idea, you know, and continue on, like, keep giving, you know, more and more ideas. It's like, somebody comes up with an idea, and we go, okay, let's do that, and then we write these articles that actually turn into a show, and that's kind of the idea that I wanted to start, because I think that, I think that if we really actually start doing a show and, uh, and and find a way to, you know, animate it, I think that we can actually really put this on TV or whatever, you know, like really figure out a way to do it. And so I got, I got kind of excited and I was like, hey, let's do something like Quentin Tarantino, let's just do a Pulp Fiction story. And, uh, so Brad's like, okay, whatever, you know, and so, <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, actually, Ryan was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and Brad was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And, you know, not feeling like everyone's on board. I was like, nah, you know, whatever. I'll just write the normal article, but I'll keep this in mind. So I wrote my article, and I kind of expanded upon what I normally would have written. I wrote an article, then I expanded. And then it went fucking crazy from there, dude. I was like, here's my story. Oh, here we go. Yeah. You know, drawing upon the kind of origins idea. Well, with the email, you're like, oh, let's do this Pulp Fiction style story. So immediately I thought, okay, well, we're going to write something that's in uh, different parts we're going to re- rearrange it yeah, exactly. and at that point it was just you and me on board and everyone else is going to chime in later on like what part they want to take right. so I just arbitrarily decided okay we're going to do your second you're going to write first but right. yours will be the second part of the story I'll write the first part but it'll come after you post yours and then so on and so on it was all out of order Brian was under the impression that we were going to write one ahead first and then go back and then go to the third or fourth then go back to the third and then go to the sixth and go to the fifth yeah like mathematically like that and uh so anyway that was and then i was also thinking like when you said uh they started to like refer to as the noir story yeah. So I started to think of like the old detective movies. I was thinking that that was actually going to be two separate things. You know, I was like, okay, we're going to do a Pulp Fiction thing and then we're going to do a Noir story. And then so I was like, okay, what can I write for my next article? And then all of a sudden it was like, everybody thought that there was a Noir story, which was yeah. fine because it actually ended up like this kind of Noir and Pulp Fiction. So <laughs> it turned into a really good mystery. And yeah. then, so, uh, so at that, like, since I was the second one, I was just like, well, I don't uh, quite. Grab the Can concept. I stop you for a second? What? They are showing women that they need to put a pole in the middle the tr- room. Try dude. the flirty dance pose. Flirty girl fit, dude. Yeah. Yeah, if you... Dude, stupid. Dance that's like a... Dance like a whore. That's pretty much what they're saying. Okay. There's a pole, dude. They dance on the pole. Anywho. Anywho. Commercials. Oh, um, <laughs> so I was like, well... Sexist. Uh, I understand the concept completely, but just I'll read what Adam writes and then I'll get it. So... Um, and then you surprised me with what you write. Uh, well, I started. <laughs> what what I enjoyed is that I played off because I the whole idea I had was that it was going to be this Quentin Tarantino, you know, kind of style thing. So I originally started off with that. So I just took the idea of Pulp Fiction and I kind of put it in my own thing. <laughs> and I opened it with, you know, you know what they call a burger in Mexico. And then, no, was no, what's that? And I just chewed the meat out with And then, you know, obviously it's already, a, it's obviously already stupid and, you know, something different. Of course you're referencing the uh, Royal with Yeah, obviously, thing. obviously, yeah. obviously. 
And you know, so I uh, so I started with that, and then all of a sudden it just became. I like how you basically rewrote Heat, the movie Heat. Yeah, right? well, I know. Or I, the bank robbery the scene. The bank robbery scene. It's hilarious because that actually like the. That's the title too, you know. The so, free Heat, yeah. So it became it became a mixture between Pulp Fiction and Heat, and yeah. I was like, well, you know, let's let's take this thing that you know everybody knows these two kind of major movies and kind of mix them together, mm-hmm. and even there's other elements all over the place. It's not just that. And uh, I don't know. It, I I put mine in, you know, and I thought, oh, well, we'll see, we'll see what happens, and then all of a sudden it became. Absolutely ridiculous, you know. Like it crazy. created a lot of different ideas by you taking it in that direction. Yeah, which I actually I really enjoyed, and I want to see this episode so bad. <laughs> like in my head, the episode was so intense and crazy. You know? So in Furry Heat, um, basically, we, if you're imagining the saga in your head as a movie, so the movie would open with them riding up to the bank. Um, they get out. <laughs> It's a, and each story is from each character's point of view, so this is all from Idiot Chicks. Yeah, uh, who's from what he saw. So they, it kind of starts out in the van, and then it kind of jumps to they're already in the bank committing the robbery. Yeah. And Icy's thinking about how he's going to hold up the bank teller <laughs> and how he's going to do it. <laughs> I just... And it's really wimpy. And then it switches over to what he's actually doing in reality. And what's the line? Actually, like, <laughs> I totally forgot. Put the money in the bag, or I'm gonna shoot you in the face. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's right there. Okay, so there, he says the line once in his head. In his head, like, he's thinking about what he's gonna I say. I stare deeply into her eyes, and again, in a slow, controlled manner. I want the money. Do what I say, or I will shoot you in the face. She seemed to understand me <laughs> for the manager. The manager came over and beckoned me to a nearby desk. I wandered my way over to the desk, trying to conceal my weapon. Which doesn't make sense because you just waved it in that chick's face. I know, but I didn't <laughs> yeah. because I'm retarded. Or it takes me. I gave signals to my cohorts, Ferks and Quiffin, to be cool and could, and continue to the desk. The manager began to talk to me about opening a new bank account and the benefit of the investments when I stopped him. I pulled out my gun and the manager's eyes opened like a deer in headlights. That's when Sperks and Quiffin turned, <laughs> sprung, into, sprung into action. With Mac and Buck on the radio, we were in perfect. We were the perfect team. So obviously, you know, um, they uh, EDJ specifically doesn't say what he thinks he says. Instead, he just says retarded shit. Um, and I don't know. From here, it becomes it becomes something that I that I personally didn't expect. You know, it became like, who is next? Uh, Are you the? Did you start the writing where uh, Kiffin gets shot? Is that yeah, your, I think that was me. Did you introduce that? Actually, in yours? I think that was me. Um, I can look. We're looking on that right now, actually. Yeah. Uh, I think it was me because I dropped because the IC dropped the gun. The little slip happened. Like, yeah. I got a gun and the bank customer grabbed it. I said the bank customer grabbed it. Customer fired the gun and it struck yeah, Batman yeah. in the stomach. And so I, so Idiotics created all these sub names for everybody. Yeah. And Quiffin was called Batman because I see some targets. Um, so that happens. And it was a point where everybody could have, it was so loosely put in that everybody could kind of have their own take on it, you know. 
and so, I don't know, it was interesting because Smurfs grew up next, obviously. Yeah, I decided to do the first part, so I had to explain how they got to the bank robbery in the first place and, and kind of introduce why they're even... My challenge was, yeah, getting them, explaining how they got to the bank robbery and why they were even doing it in the first place. Right. Because it just doesn't... There's really no reason for these characters to rob a bank. And, uh... If they were in public, they would just get destroyed. Well, you know, like the other like thing no I, one would be afraid of eighty chicks. Really. Other, I know. The other thing I really love is because, like, in terms of like all the people that we are friends with, you know, and like like the people that write on the search the man, like of all of them, I'm kind of the least educated, least educated in terms of like the way that they write. Um, you know, I'm not an English major, I'm a Japanese major, so when it comes to Japanese, I'm relatively proficient, but when it comes to English, I write like a retard. <laughs> and so, you know, it comes to there, and then Brad has to go, okay, well, how the fuck do I do this shit, you know, and then Brad kind of figures it out, and then, um, I think, I think actually it was, uh, Ryan and I was listening, no, it was probably Quentin. Um, well, let me explain that. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I just—it was just so interesting to me to see like. The only thing that confused me is when you misspell stuff, but eventually I just figured it out. Like <laughs> the structure, I, I can see the what like what's happening really well. Yeah. The HX. probably better than anyone else. Probably because you're used to my writing. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing like how your humor works, so. <laughs> and just like, I just imagine HX typing and just him writing a stream of consciousness. Like he yeah. wouldn't try to think of how to explain it. He wouldn't be sitting there like, how do I convey this to people? He would just be like, I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing. I'm writing, I'm writing. Yeah. So anyway, so my challenge is to explain how your Story began uh, and kind of introduce, the other thing I wanted to do is introduce things that the future writers could draw off of and expand upon. Right. So I left little, um, uh, what is it? A little gingerbread trail. Gingerbread trail to, to expand with. So, and then I wanted to accomplish the Pulp Fiction thing was I wanted to like write a conversation basically. So I ha went went with them sitting in a diner, and then uh, you didn't introduce patches in your story. So I right. the other challenge I had was to explain how come patches isn't in the second story. So I decided to write my story is them taking patches out before they go to the heist. So. The other thing was, Pat, the, the reason why I didn't put him in there was just because he hadn't been writing so much on the site. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, i got to work with who I've got that normally writes and potentially going to write here. Patches? Maybe, but, you know, leave that for later just in case, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, that's the reason why I kind of left him out. But I'm, I'm, I, the way it turned out is actually awesome. Yeah, you know? it's, it's like just... A fluke that you did it and, and yeah. it worked out really well. Yeah. So anyway, basically, the there's this they set up that okay, Cora's uh, been kidnapped by some random dude and he wants a ransom of fifty thousand dollars and the characters all want to save her at first. Like right. that's initially their instinct is to do that, but as they're sitting around thinking about how much money that really is and how much <laughs> at what lengths they're going to go to to get it, they're thinking. <laughs> Wait a minute, we hate Cora. <laughs> she hates us. Why are they are we saving her? So maybe we should just take the fifty thousand dollars and use it for us. You it's know? funnier too if you go off the origin story. Yeah. The way it origins worked, it like worked out so that we all hate her. You yeah. know? <laughs> oh my god. So, except for Patches for some reason, he uh, is like totally moral and we gotta do the right thing. 
So, of course, all the characters turn on him and they beat the shit out of him in the parking lot. Right. Like Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs style. Violent style. Yeah. And, uh, of course, which is useless because he's a zombie, so it was a total waste of time. Yeah. But hilarious to read nonetheless. And then, um, the third part, the third posting was. Griffin. Yeah, Kiffin. Oh, Kiffin. Right? Kiffin? Kiffin. The third one that appeared was Kiffin, but you know he what, wrote... Andy, I want you to clarify that. Because... I think it's Kiffin. Is it Kiffin? But, uh... He wrote the fourth part? But it appeared third, right? Right. right. So, after we see this, the second and the first, we jump... We skip a story and go ahead. Mm-hmm. So, then Andy did something interesting where he, instead of... Because I know it's uh, annoying to write, like, read. He asked, she said... He said, she said, you know. He decided to write the lines uh, on the page in a position uh, like where the characters would actually be standing. He wrote it like a script and where they're standing. and I mean... Like all of Mac's lines are on the right side of the page. Search is in the center and then uh, I think I see or Kiffin is on the left. I think I see is kind of... But, you know, I think the way that it worked... It's just, it worked out so well. I was very, the, because every person took their own approach to it, and it, it, it became, all of a sudden, it became this really kind of serious thing. And after you and I kind of did it, it was like, well, that's pretty normal to me, you know. And you and I are like, okay, that's kind of normal. Brad and I kind of going back and forth. And then and then Kiffin did it, and I was like, wow, this is getting kind of serious, <laughs> you know. And uh, the way that he wrote it, he wrote it like a dialogue, like a screenplay in a sense like it's like it was really happening and then I, and then i got interested not just you know i was like oh shit you know like i you know i started this with brad and all of a sudden it got crazy and i like i enjoyed the way that the, it was dialogue as opposed to just descriptions right it was just it, it was almost more imaginative for me because I could imagine it versus, you know, being the imaginator, if that makes sense. English doesn't work. So Kiffin's story was Anywho. that he's been shot, and so they're, they go to, to a safe house, which is apparently uh, abandoned Chuck E. Cheese, and they basically, like, argue over, uh, like, how did Kiffin get shot, who gave idiotics a loaded gun. Right. And then like how'd the plan go wrong? Yeah. And so uh, then Brian wrote the follow up to that. So now it's sequential, like they have them back to back. Right. And then uh what did So Brian wrote So about again the they're van. arguing about yeah, Brian wrote about the van and the what was happening in the van and what happened after the bank robbery. Oh, so wait, Brian is actually writing in between your story and Kiffin's. My bad. Yeah, sorry. The the numbering for us is not... It's, right. yeah, it's still confusing, but... And yeah, so... Cora. No, Patches wrote. Patches wrote the very end. And then Cora wrote the between Mac and... Right, right, right. Patches. But anyway, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Brian wrote about the the van ride to the safe house. Right, and what happened in between there mm-hmm. when they go in the sewer. Did he? Yeah. I think that was that was uh, Mac. 
was on Mac. Cliff Road, the sewer part. Because that's where Mac gets extracted from it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. There's a challenge to explain. It's, yeah. become, uh, it's become such a blur to me because I just I noticed it all. Well, it's like this, it turned into this complex mystery, so it was like... <laughs> yeah. My job as writing Cora was trying to tie everything together <laughs> after Ryan had already tied everything together. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, then Cliff wrote about they're on the run from some guy in a car shooting at them. Yes. And then yes. they escape into the sewer. And also, who introduced Sirks gets shot? I think that was Andy. That was Andy. That was Andy because you're, some mysterious you're in the house gunman is then, at the safe house. Yeah, yeah shoots Sperks and it ends there. And then in the sewer, Bug and IC are carrying Sperks' body through the sewer. And then Mac, uh, as he's jumping in, somehow whatever's chasing him pulls him out of the manhole, and it just ends there. So you have to explain what large thing can possibly be picking up Mac, and then uh, patches. We decided to do show the end and then how after that get to the end. So Ryan decided to write his in the point of view of um, he was going to make himself the villain of the whole thing. Right. And uh, tied in the beginning because he's been out of commission the whole time. So he tied it into that he was very disgruntled that he's the zombie and he gets treated like an animal all the time. And that's why he came up with this elaborate plan to get everyone shot and switch the guns or whatever. And, uh, uh, but he, and then he, like, hid Cora under the stairs, and he wrote the ransom note and everything. Then, uh, when I got to Cora's story, I didn't know what to do, because the, the way Brian explained it is that she was out of commission the whole time. Yeah. He threw her under the stairs. Right. So, while this other stuff was going on, there's no way for Cora to actually be involved in the story. Like, she would just come out of the closet at the end, and patches it would have killed everybody yeah so I asked him to rewrite a little part where it's uh, or he doesn't write the ransom note and so I figured out a way to make it so that every character is at fault for what's happening right so uh, I remember that email at the middle in the middle of that, I don't know what the fuck to do yeah. and I was like okay I figured it out I'm like, yeah I was like wait, I really want to honor what Ryan did but like I'm really in a hole like I don't know how to there was this one draft I wrote where it was just her sitting in the chair in the dark room, mm-hmm. thinking to herself the whole time. And it was just like, this the idea of, like, well, I want to make it so that everyone's at fault was way more interesting. It would be a shame that it, it just didn't happen. So I was like, can you just change this one little line? And it'll, it'll make it look like Patches thinks. It'll make it look your article like Patches thinks he masterminded the whole thing. But he only really did a couple things that affected everyone else affecting everything in their way yeah. so I wrote I managed to turn it into everyone had their own plan that got screwed up so like Patches baked a cake that was supposed to poison Mac but because Mac was full of mercury which isn't magnetic I know right. <laughs> right. Uh, it weighed down the car that was supposed to be exploding because Kiffin wired it to explode right. but so that got out of whack and then uh, how, do I, how do I explain the gun? Oh yeah, because you think the whole time that someone switched the guns on IC, but the reality is Sirks never loaded any of the guns, <laughs> and or no, one of them got loaded, but 
I see, or the customer, it was in the customer's gun. I forgot. Yeah, but I see farted out a bullet that that killed, or that struck Kiffin. Uh, and the timing was just coincidental or something. It is so complex, I can't remember anymore, right? Yeah. And Cora was the one who wrote the note because she wanted everyone to think she got kidnapped. And that led to, obviously, everyone beating up Patches, and then Patches got disgruntled and chased down Mac with the huge electromagnet that he got from... And then Bug had a plan that we never find out exactly what it was because he's smart enough to keep it to himself at the end. <laughs> yeah. He's a smart one, and then he'll save it for another day. And yeah, so that's the long ass description of that whole. Yeah, but I I don't know. In the end, it just it just seems like it'd be fun to see. It'd just be so fun to watch. Like it could really, honestly, like if we really took the time, it could be like each character's episode, you know, and then that person's episode, and that person's episode, and then it could turn out to be like you know six person six episodes of a show. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have half a season. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. And with the seasons, I always wanted to do, like, you know, a season of comedy episodes. And then that one episode, the finale, to be something unrelated. Right, like a right, right. more dramatic saga type thing. Yeah. Or something that's completely deviating from the timeline or whatever reality yeah. they're existing in or whatever. I just thought it... I, I don't know. I was really, I was really impressed how... We all work together, and I really want to do it again. You know, it was really fun. It's just I don't, I don't want to start it this time. I want somebody else to start it. Yeah. Because, well, we know. got one coming up where uh, uh, that Andy came up with, which yeah. is what we're doing next. Uh, I see and Kiffin create an I see Kiffin combination clone, and it escapes, and they have to track it down across America. So they go, we all go on this big long. <laughs> cross-country road trip and we're you're supposed to grab like a real photo we have from a place that we went to and uh, write about it and then Brian called me tonight about uh, they get a game the new version of Axis, Axis and Allies and they basically it's it's like uh, Warehouse Wars again where they take it really seriously and divide up the warehouse based on their uh, actual uh, territories like uh, I see would be Japan. Yeah. Spurs would be uh, Britain. I think you said. Core would be France. It's Ma- it, it's Mac funny Italy because or like we had that warehouse wars, but like nobody knew about it except for you and me. <laughs> you know, and I know you're right. Everyone's you characters were <laughs> at that time. So now Bug wasn't even in it. I don't think. Yeah. But uh, but now it's getting better, you know. Yeah. It's cool. It's great to have everyone contributing. Yeah, it's been a, it's it's different. It's different having all that because you get this really unique perspective from every character that you you know, like Mac and Idiot Idiot Obviously, anybody can write Idiot but it's interesting to have you know my first point of view versus Quip Kiffin and versus Sparks and versus Cora and you know Brad. You do like three characters, obviously, but or two characters, two, yeah. two and the third is you and me. But, I love it when people are freaked out that I, they always ask, like, who's writing for Cora? And, like, I am. And they get freaked out that I'm, like, talking to myself when I comment as, like, Sperks, then Cora. Uh, like, I'm having a conversation. I don't know what it is. Like, I, that doesn't seem weird to me, but whatever. doesn't seem weird to me either. I, I, I think it's probably just because I'm used to it. Yeah. Because I do it to myself, I think. I don't hear voices. <laughs> I don't have conversations with myself in my head. I don't know. I think the SDs actually like worked out really well. I think that the way that it turned out, the way that you changed it personally to a blog as opposed to 
the fact that you guys can write in whenever you, you know, want is cool because uh, sometimes that's what I wanted originally. You know, like I always wanted, like, hey, you know, I really want to I have do this idea it this way. Yeah. You know, and I and I don't want to do it like it's a website, and I want to do it this way. And I and I think originally you and I had always like talked about that, and we're like, yeah, we should do it that way, and then it just never really came to fruition just because of the technology, maybe, but. Nowadays, oh man, so much better that I can just type and do whatever the fuck I want. You have to wait for me to post it. I don't have to do that. I don't have to put pressure on you. The only thing I want is pictures because I can't draw. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. It's That's the cool thing is all those pictures that really illustrate how the characters like look. It, 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 I, I really, honestly, if some of them, fucking, I still laugh. <laughs> Dude, the icy fart one Anything is with still ice, the best one He's getting that huge Mac fart in his face. Oh, my fucking God, dude. I, I will laugh about that shit for the rest of my life. I, I see that the... picture. I look at it. I, I put it on Facebook, and I look at it. I'm like, that is fucking hilarious, dude. I, I still, to this day, can't stop yeah. watching it. That was originally supposed to be, like, a full wide shot of Mac I mean, bent I over. You, yeah, but it's so much funnier Funnier when day. you're just imagining it, yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. I think one of my favorites is when uh, the drawing of the Mexa Asian I see, oh, where he's God, in the Taco dude. Bell with the I'm revolvers. I'm gonna look at all that shit right now because that shit is hilarious. Yeah. But he's got like this look of like this look, the the sound I imagine he's making in that photo is like <laughs> 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 like a snake or something. Oh my God. Uh, okay, it gets really funny right about I think here's. It's like I like this one with Mac and the and the beer bottles. Where he's drinking himself yeah, ridiculous. Like, That's pretty good. That's pretty funny. To numb the pain of being right. skinned right. alive. <laughs> he's just full that, body bandages. I, I like this one because I was like, oh dude, that's totally like icy style. Where Icy's carved all his ideas into the <laughs> concrete. That was pretty funny because I because I imagined Mad Max style right here. Because do you remember that shot of the king with the one eye, and then he's got the girl to the right with a shotgun. Oh shit! It's totally it, Mad Max or Road Warrior. A Road Warrior, Road Warrior. I saw Road Warrior recently. I don't remember that. There's that, and then you know this one. Yeah, obviously. Can't see it. Oh, where he's getting dragged, yeah. dragged away by the huge cockroaches. And then the the boiling of the marshmallows. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. That's a really cool picture. You know, Max getting alive and everything like that. <laughs> And then I look at this fucking picture of Icy <laughs> getting burned by Matt Farts, and I was fucking crying. Dude, I laughed about that. I His eyelids are all stretched out. Oh, and... my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just the thought and, like, and the way, because, because I've become so... Just imagining so... this epic resonating... And I just imagine the way that Icy reacts to it is just like, <laughs> holy shit! You know, like, oh my god, dude, I laughed about it for a long time. So, and Black Icy. Yeah, where Icy like goes that. black. And then this the is the other one. This is the other one that I still fucking laugh about, dude. Because I remember reading this article, and all it had... Okay, so, I wrote this article about um, Icy getting drunk and doing shenanigans. And... All I'd had to drink that day was Jack Daniels. And I normally don't just drink Jack Daniels. I normally drink vodka. Yes, you know, random vodka. But this day, in particular, I drank all Jack. And um, one of the people that I work with brought a bottle of Jack in to drink. Um, specifically with the rest of the staff. But it turned out that it was just going to be me and him drinking this whole bottle of Jack in one night. Which is retarded. 
So we drank a half a bottle, and then I drank a half bottle, he drank a half bottle, and I was smashed. And Megan drove me home, and she's like, I'm going to bed because you're fucking hammered. And I was like, fair enough, fair enough. So I wrote this article about idiogenics, and Brad drew, and in it I put that I see a drink Jack. And Brad drew... And he passed out in a sink. Yeah, and Brad drew him in a sink. Because it's his birthday. With, this is on your birthday. Yeah, yeah, it was. With him in a sink. With urine in the sink is what it looks like to me. I don't know if you There's no that. urine, yeah, but... But it sure as fuck it's just looks a like stain, it, yeah. dude. <laughs> that's even more funny that you didn't put that in. Because that's in the fucking article. And then he's got a bottle of Jack with his leg standing straight up in the air. Another one folded under him. Oh my god. And a little party hat on. I laughed about that shit forever. Dude, I still laugh about <laughs> those two specifically. You know, and then, you know, others and others. The fucking Mexican one. This one is fucking. <laughs> yeah, because like... he's, he's been Chinese before. <laughs> and, and, and he's <laughs> Mexican with. <laughs> With, but like a he's got a tie my beard. Dude, he's, he's bleached his fur back to white, <laughs> and he's still got his black stained oh, arms shit, and legs dude. and snout. Oh, and he's got scars in his thin Asian eyes. <laughs> but now he's got like a Baja oh, rug and, uh, and a fucking and sombrero, a sombrero <laughs> and With revolvers. Two six piece of revolvers dude. Oh my god, dude. fucking awesome! The spider went through the chest. Yeah, we're in the cut open no, his sack and he releases the spider babies <laughs> they're impaled and then the cockfight in, in case you haven't read this shit you should read it it's really funny oh yeah the mustache just, the mustache that was shit and then this I was like I really should just get this done because years ago when we went to E3 we took all these pictures of our uh, vacation at Disneyland and we took the pictures with the thought of the characters in the shot but I, I never drew them into there and I figured I should just get one of these done sometime. So I found the one where you're on the roller coaster. One eye closed. Yeah, where you're holding, pretending to hold Icy to your, like, while he's trying to escape from the roller coaster. I, I actually remember that moment. Yeah. There's another one where we took, like, a shot of the bathroom at the hotel. Yeah. With the toilet. Where you're supposed to be, like, shitting furiously into it. And then there's, like, another one where there's a little, like, dynamite detonator <laughs> in Toonland where you're supposed to be pressing. Stuff like that. So anyway, that's uh, just the else I was gonna say. But oh yeah, uh, one change I think I want to do is I think I want to switch to a five-day week schedule. I think that's better. So now that I'm working again, I don't think I can draw that much. It's not just that. And plus, nobody. If we have people who read, but not as much on Saturdays and Sundays. But like, it's just Saturdays and Sundays is kind of like our day of like rest yeah. to a point. You know? You're working late anyway. I work so late on Fridays and Saturdays that I just Sundays. Until I I'm gonna be until I get better early. I don't know. It's just it's turned out to be Source Domain specifically has turned out to be so so much cooler than I originally thought it was gonna be. You know, like it became it started as a game, didn't it? A game? A game, like a board game. For me at least. It was like you and Jason Cross, like, here, check this out quickly. Well the domain was the domain itself, and I'm not talking about the characters, so. yeah, I mean Jason came up with back in the day. And Russell and then like you and Brian got into it, but but the domain itself was I was just you know you went off to Durango and everyone yeah. else went to their colleges and stuff and 
I was alone at the art institute, and I was like, I kind of want to like write my ideas and stuff. And, so I, just, I started out as just versus domain, so it was just me. And then you were in Durango checking it out, and uh, yeah. you expanded on the ADHX character. And well, we went to Perkins that one day. Yeah. yeah. Before you, you Before left, left at, yeah. at some point, and then yeah, uh, when I, and I did this, and then Brian started reading it, and Cliff started reading it, and we were doing like movie and game reviews and stuff, and everyone just got into it. And I, like, I said, like, Brian had this other character he created called Ren Rhett Nair, just his name backwards. Name backwards. And, uh, I, like, I had the mandate of, like, create, like, a comedy version of, of the character, so everyone came up with other things, and then yeah. that's how it is now. So, I still like Asian. He's yeah, been my character brilliant. forever. It's not even brilliant, just stupid. <laughs> and he looks different than the... Perkins drawing now. I like know. He's kind of cuter looking. I wish. Do you have a copy of the Perkins? I do. Drawing? I got oh, it. Okay, you gave it off to me. Did you used I get to, it? Yeah, I used to have it in your binder, but you handed it to me. And okay, good. I have a big folder now with all the drawings. Okay, good. All I the think raw you, drawings. You post that up. The crudely drawn yeah. initiatives. Yeah. So funny. Where he's like really raggedy. And... Oh my god. Dude. So That's the other thing. Is like after I did the. When I did the like GeoCity style, yeah, Trees of Me site, I I remember sitting in the library at school and like redrawing the characters because I, I wanted them to be more. I used to have like a fast way of drawing them and yeah. the, like little sketches. And I I like I wanted a real cartoon version of them. I remember you added thicker lines. I yeah, that. like I really sketched them out like big and like, more detail. And, I do remember that. Yeah, that's how they kind of. Was that in Japan? I no. think you were. I think, I think that you was because you did the samurai images. At the same time, I think, I think I still have this. So, yeah. But as I was driving up here tonight, I was thinking about, like, I think I, well, I, I know I want to draw, like, a fleshed-out version of Turd. Because <laughs> we haven't, it's a not yet. That's a awesome secret. story. That's a secret. But uh, we never really visualized it, so. Except for that sketch on the macaroni. Oh, so funny. Anyway, so that's what's up with Source's Domain. We yeah. talked a lot about that. Sorry. Um, board, but you shouldn't be this, you should be this. Just, yeah, just go to sourcesdomain.com and enjoy what we've written. It's, it's pretty funny. funny. Um, how many cards do you have left? Uh, I don't know, actually. I think I made, I might, I don't know how many you gave me. You gave me a lot. I gave you like half of, half of the 500. So okay, half of the 500? It should be 250. I might have like maybe 80, 100 ish left. I, I put a lot on uh, in Bento and I put a lot in Sushi Spot. And all those are gone. Nice. So. Ryan and I dropped some at the Starfest. Oh, and we watched a girl pick it up and take it. Oh, nice. So, we'll see about that. Yeah, that one girl and I said. Uh, next topic what is going on in your real life? What's new? Man, nothing, man. Still working? Yeah, still working at the same gym job. I really want to change my life a little bit in the way I'm working because I, I just don't want to work so much. I want to have a little bit more free time. You work a lot for a waiter? Yeah, well, you know, just, I don't just wait either. You know, I, I do sushi, I, I'm a chef, I do, I mean, I'm translating, I, I do 
<laughs> waiting tables. Apparently, I'm managing, even though I'm not managing. Anymore. Yeah, you don't have the manager title, but you manage. I manage, so. and which is bullshit. And I just, I'm sick of being abused, and I just really need a break, you know. Mm. I really wish I made more money, cause then I'd just take a vacation. But I can't, you know, I can't afford it. Yeah. So, and I don't have insurance. I haven't had insurance in a long time. And I really just need. Some cream for your crabs. Yeah, I need normalcy. I need, I need normal for a minute because I haven't had it ever. Yeah. You know, and I had it. I thought I had it, but I wasted it. That ten second chance, even though Hollywood is closing. <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah, I saw that mass post on Facebook. I get all my friend news on Facebook. What's new with uh, Megan? She something big oh yeah down. she bought a house dude yeah that's huge so crazy that I'm moving into a house that she's gonna buy so ridiculous where's it at uh it's on uh ooh 120th in federal that's crazy man about the same distance away from where I am compared to Boulder yeah. I, th I think it actually is a little bit closer if you take the right areas but uh, it's a good area. It's nice. So, I don't know. I'm proud of her. I, I think that she's done a really big thing. She's only 25. Isn't it? Does make you feel like a failure? I feel like a fucking <laughs> failure, dude. I'm you haven't has accomplished much. Yeah. I haven't done anything. I hear you. I've got a degree. But, yeah. Dude, she... I haven't done anything. Although, she really. talks to me and she's like, she's like, you know, I feel like a failure compared to you. She like... She always watches our videos and like she looks at all the things that I've done. She's like, you've done all over the world and you know, you write this thing, you do this, and Brad does this, and you know, Cliff does this, and I'm like, you know, just because I've lived a different life doesn't mean that I've not as much accomplished or failed. You know, it's, it's the same. We've done a lot. Uh, that yeah. just hasn't translated into money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yes. Hopefully that will change someday. I I really think that if we can pull this biography and uh, or not biography, sorry, documentary, documentary, <laughs> biography, tired. If we can pull this pull this out, I, I really I really do think that we can make a way to sell it, you know. And uh, I don't know. I think they could benefit the world, and I think they could benefit us at the same moment. Hold on a second. I want to save this just in case. Yeah. And we're back. Yeah, welcome back. You know, <clears throat> I just think it's an interesting time in, uh, in human life, you know, especially for you and I. I just yeah. finally got back to work. Yeah, which is awesome. You know, I know. I'm happy. I've already got overtime hours. Yeah, it's weeks. crazy. Yeah. It's, it's nice. They're really nice there. I uh, This morning I went in, and I was the first in for this uh, extra day we we're doing and I set off the alarm so for about two minutes there I was like what do I do what do I do what do I do <laughs> I don't have the code and finally luckily my friend there Ryan uh, I called him and luckily he was at a he was at the flea market with his wife selling her uh, custom handbags so he was already up you know it's like eight in the morning I was like stressing like oh, I don't want to wake him up but you know if I don't call somebody you know, I'm going to have a escapade on my hands or something so <laughs> big situation and then 
Uh, yeah, he gave me the code. And, uh, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, well. That was, yeah. And then I edited a bunch of ads, and then I went go-karting. With John Ekstrom. Go-karting's awesome. Yeah. Green, green go-karts with no emissions. Yeah, he does Crew, crew Jones Society, right? He does the Crew Jones Society, yes. Yeah. That's a fun set to watch. Yeah. That's it. They actually, their humor is they actually plan it out and craft jokes. Like, they really, they study comedy. It, like, blows my mind how they do that, though. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's, a diff- that's what's the, that's the part is we're stream, we're stream of consciousness comedy, and they're <clears throat> very traditional, yeah. uh, like, you know, respectable, or, I can't think of the word, but... Well, formulaic. I mean, well, well, formulaic's I, not the right word, Yeah, but. it's not like they, oh, they just copy what other people do and make it their own or whatever. Yeah. It's like they actually, like, they really treat it like, almost like a science. Yeah. And I'm not down with that. Like, personally. I like oh. their humor, and I like the way that they write, but it definitely feels, like, constructed. Mm-hmm. You know? And I like the way that we write because we, it feels organic, in a sense. You know? It, it, it's more fun for me to read what we write versus what they write. Because I don't like... I don't like corporatized, in a sense, the comedy. And I like the way that we write. But I really enjoyed their writing because, it, it in in a sense it's corporate. It, it, in a sense it's organized, but it's in the other sense they have that you know uniqueness to them. So it's fun for me, especially because Jason Taylor and John Ekstrom and uh, uh, who else writes for them? Uh, Ziggler. Does Jamie does does he still? Yeah. Well, he doesn't. Uh, that's. I thought he, I, I don't want to right? bring the news out because it's not my news to bring out. Wow. But um, well, he hasn't been writing it for a while. Um, so, and that's obviously Jason and John are frustrated with creating as much content as they yeah, do, do without lot. enough help. Like they had me do a guest post and a bunch of other people. Yeah. But they're getting kind of burned out and. Uh, which I, which I understand because it's just you know there comes a point where you're just like okay yeah they've been doing it for two years straight yeah like every day yeah well every weekday and we've only been really doing it regularly since the beginning of the year so okay yeah they've and they've like they really worked at it like they really yeah they really study they study and plan out stuff but we're just like uh you write whatever today you know yeah but they've also got more followers so yeah that's that's true shows you whatever anyway but so. still I, I mean I really enjoy the Crew Drone Society and I like it a lot I really like to you know it'd be fun to create some sort of like overall site that is like half that and half us you know like mm-hmm. half organic half constructed I was trying to think of a way to get them to guess on our site but I don't know how that would work well you just have to create characters for them you know yeah but um speaking of them uh I've been doing trivia on Wednesday nights yeah. with them yeah. and with Keith. And uh, we got third place a couple weeks ago. Oh, nice. Yeah. And Where then are you guys I, doing trivia at? Uh, the Pearl Street Grill down on Oh, Pearl down, Street. yeah, yeah. Down Not in, here, in but Denver. in Denver, yeah. Oh, nice. So, we're still trying to think of a good team name. I'll have to try and join you guys one of these nights. 
Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Whenever they're not around, I go by myself, and it's really pathetic. <laughs> One night, I did beat two other teams by myself, and the announcer's like, you people are getting beat by a one-man team. <laughs> but uh, it was far off from first place, and then this Wednesday I went in, and I got... The only reason I didn't get last is because some group came in in, like, the eighth round, so they didn't have enough time to accumulate points to beat me. So I just kind of got second to last by default, but... <laughs> Yeah, if uh, if you're listening and you want to be a trivia scab for me, and join me on those scab. off weeks where Keith, Keith and John and T- uh, Jason are too busy, that'd be awesome. Yeah, because I could I could not look like a such a loner. <laughs> Once I get this other job and I have like three days, dude, it'd be so crazy if I had free time. If I can get you a job in my place. You'll be downtown for a reason, and oh, therefore, God. on Wednesdays, go do trivia. Yeah, that'd be alright. be alright with that. Well, it's getting late, so we should probably wrap this up. Indeed. It's 3.30 in the morning. I had more stories, but we'll save that for another cast. Indeed. <clears throat> so, with that update, um, keep forgetting to do this uh, at the end of each episode. Go see, go check out nebulousvisions.com, which you should already be doing if you're to this. Uh, check out spurxesdomain.com. Indeed, too. Uh, go check out thecrewjonesociety.com. In- indeed, number three. Um, I think that's it. That's all the plugs we got. I think so. Check out those three for sure. Check out I, those websites. Yeah. Um, and friends any movies on, or any? friend us on Facebook if you haven't checked us out. Check us out on Facebook. Check uh, us out on MySpace. Check out the Mustachio video. Check uh, us out on Vimeo.com. Yeah. Uh, um, Twitter. We're on we YouTube. Need, yeah. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitter. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. We are all over the place. We are getting ourselves out there. Trying. Buy an awesome t-shirt or something at oh, the yeah. Zazzle.com Nemesvision store. Um, I haven't seen you wear your IC one in a while. Oh, dude, I wear it all the fucking time. Are you, are you kidding? Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> I wear that shit. I wash it twice a week. Yeah, I love that shirt. More than anything you'll ever know. I know. Awesome. Brad's wearing his first domain shirt. I wear my IC shirt twice a week. I like yours because you ha- you don't have black nah. printed on black. Oh, dude, so I love that shirt. Yeah. More than... I have it. It's in, and it's got IC on it. I cool. just got it washed yesterday. My girlfriend washed it for me. Nice. And she, she, she's, like, she's like, you should wear this tomorrow. And I was like... I, <laughs> like a hero. I work, I work late tomorrow. I'll wear it on Sunday. Does anyone else comment on the shirt? Some people do. Like, what is that? Some people do. Some people are just like, it's a really cool shirt. I'm like, thanks. I'm like, anything else? <laughs> but yeah, no, I love that shirt. Maya and I just pulled out a hamper just at random today. I was like, I wear mostly black, so I was like, oh, there's a black shirt. And Me too. It turned out to be this one. That's good. Uh, any good movies you seen lately? Mm. What did I see recently? I saw Kick Ass. Oh, I saw Kick-Ass. That was actually pretty good. Yeah. I was actually surprised by that. I recommend that. Uh, Um, Kick-Ass. I saw The Losers. That wasn't too bad. I actually enjoyed that. You saw it? I thought it was totally different than I... Yeah. It was very different than I thought it was going to be. The trailer, I thought it was going to be just like this this hack job that they just wanted to get in a comic book property in there, but it it actually had... felt like a comic book movie, you know? I I like its own personality to it. It It's good. I liked it a lot. It kind of felt like a 90s movie with an 80s movie twist, but... (laughs) I still liked it. That reminds me, I want to tell this world story, but it's late, so we gotta wrap this up. <laughs> I'm Brad. I'm Adam. Yawning. Yawning. And we I'm will sleepy. talk to you sometime in the future. Future. Meet Adam. <laughs>